All right, everybody ready? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, just use all my energy. You can do it, Gordon. In this episode of The Full Nerd, Intel's AOA, which camera? <laughs> Is it because we switched to that one? Yeah, three but there's people. three people, so white right. camera. Two people, three people. Why is there not a red light? <laughs> You think it's, it's called a tally light? Got the light? It's called they don't a tally clean light. the mics off. Tally light next? systems are very expensive, actually. We can just set up a jerry rig, just like a red light bulb. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> just you go. Just flick it on a and off. Flashlight with yeah. some paper taped over it. <laughs> in this episode of the Full Nerd, Intel's insane 28 core Xeon and RTX laptops finally arrive. Welcome to the Full Nerd episode 83. I'm your host, Gordon Maong, with co host Brad Charkas. Hello. And Elaine Yee, who will be ordering pizza in the middle of this podcast. You didn't Sorry. have to tell them that I was doing that. Dang. She's celebrating. Spoilers. Well, I, I, I'll bring that up. I just want to bring it up now. She's going to be ordering pizza <laughs> to celebrate that the. That that her group of walk walking folks here, you know, where you log, this is a work thing, make everybody feel good. You log how far you've walked, and you're in a competition. So they're celebrating. And we won. Our team won. Our but team won. But yeah. you're celebrating. Our team won. That's all that By matters. having a pizza. That's like basically, oh, my God. No, 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 no. We called ourselves Pizza Army for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, but you, <laughs> the whole point of walking is to be healthy, and you're celebrating with a pizza. It's no, it's no. essentially like, and I, Brad, Brad hasn't heard this. This is like celebrating. <laughs> oh, my God. You've had a year of sobriety. Let's go have a drink. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. I exercise so I can eat, Gordon. Yeah, that is totally how it works that is definitely how it works okay. <laughs> and anna patrick murray controlling the vertical and horizontal you know gordon today is a very special day you know why why uh because we have officially launched our the full nerd discord channel uh the discord if you haven't heard of it is a is a server in the cloud <laughs> where you uh you can chat with other like-minded people uh and guess what we have one now called the full nerd uh i will put the the link to it's in the description i'll put it in the the audio description uh but then also the uh the fine people in the chat right now i'm going to drop a link right now uh right now it's very basic um it's uh you know we, we just have a, a general a general uh, channel and then also a question channel so if you ever want us to if you're ever in the middle of the week and you're like oh man i have this question i want the full nerd to remember and you don't remember the email that gordon uh tells you to send questions to because nobody does yeah uh you can uh, drop it here we'll send questions we can get to them anyway true yeah well at least on discord <laughs> uh i'm gonna be able to see it uh and both elena and i are in there uh you know we're, we're, we're chatting with people the expectation is we're, we're not always going to be in there we're, we're not you know this isn't like an official place to uh to hound us but it is a way that uh if you want to participate with other pc-centric people uh you can go in there hang uh, out and hang out and have make some friends. fun yeah make some friends so that we, we we have plans for this you know to to uh to make it bigger but you know we we want your feedback what, what kind of channels should we create you know what kind of uh discussion topics do we want um for I, the most part it's gordon PC. is typing i'm in there now i gordon just i just typing. wrote it is not a, i wrote it is not a server because everybody <laughs> says oh a discord server i i we mentioned this earlier it's not it's not like I mean, there there is a server somewhere. A Zeon, there's a server somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, there is a server, but it's not like you. Uh, 
I, I'm sorry, but you know, it doesn't say oh private my God. server. I'm not calling this a private. Is server. that your bus? Yeah, it's my bus. I thought you just paid a dollar and you're riding on the bus. No, no, I, I get a bus. I would never say I, mean, I get a bus. if you pay for it, I'm you on partially the, own the it, bus. right? No, that's not true, Gordon. In, in, in English language, you wouldn't say that the bus I am riding on is late. You would just say my bus is late. But you wouldn't say, yeah, it's it's a, it's my bus. Like, as in possessive, my bus. I'm going to go drive it somewhere. <laughs> I... I, I Oh, sorry. Hey, we're, we're, we're getting off track. <laughs> yeah. The important Zeon. thing. Let's, yeah, let's, so we are way off track now. But the important thing is Xeon. Big news today. Here it is. I, I'm going to get it right. Xeon W-3175X is oh my out. Goodness. Speaking of being able to roll your own server. Yeah, speaking, speaking of, of servers. Yeah, holy smokes. I got one of them up in the cloud. I'm, I got one from Discord. Right on as one of them Xeons. No, but this, this is the big news. Is of course the Xeon. Let's 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 go back to history. They shut off a Computex uh, last summer. Turned into a huge fiasco because they neglected to say it was an overclocked part at five gigahertz. But you know anybody who knows computers knows you weren't going to get a clocked stock at five gigahertz. They talked about it. They officially unveiled it. Uh, in September, when they unrolled the 9900K, and now it is actually finally official here. A little late, a couple months late, but it is here. It is a 28-core Xeon, a Skylake SP, and it's a monster, right? It is a monster <laughs> CPU. You could read uh, my review of it on PC World today, or you know, there's other reviews. I encourage people to read everybody's reviews to form your opinion, but it's uniformly... Most people would agree that it is it's a monster CPU. It, it's it's simply stupidly fast. It and uh against it's basically a CPU made to compete with uh AMD's thirty two core threadripper, as much as I think so. Um and it's almost uniformly faster than Threadripper in everything. Well, Not a lot in some things, but something in some things it's pretty damn close. But for the most part it is a it's got a decent Performance advantage over Threadripper, even under heavily multi-threaded tasks. Uh, wow, that's even with all those fewer cores. Yeah. Well, we already have our first question. Uh, Atomic's asking, uh, why not five gigahertz stock? Like you know. Yeah, I, I come mean, because I mean, it's yeah, it's it's not it's not possible with the CPU today. I mean, I know you're 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 just you're you're throwing shade at Intel, and I, I agree that was that was not that was not. A I mean, good if way. you get a blast chiller though. The part yeah. that made me realize this chip is a monster is when I was scrolling through your review and I saw the picture of the motherboard, but not one, but two of the big 24-pin <laughs> power connectors. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can hear that thing yeah. at yeah. idle. It's yeah. right behind my desk, a, uh, and it's very loud. Uh, listen, it's very loud. I think Adam called it a white noise machine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everybody it's was the most happy expensive white noise machine it ever. Uh, it has an, it actually, it has a, an Ace I, I tested it with an Ace Tech uh, cooler. There's, I think, a couple different ones for it now, but it's an Ace Tech cooler with uh, uh, just a CLC, and I think it's rated. I got the numbers for it this morning from Ace Tech. It's a 500 watt, rated for 500 watts, which is very similar to what I used, you know, if you believe them. Mm -hmm. The Animax cooler I used for the Threadripper review is also supposedly a 500 watt CLC cooler, too. So, yeah, but, yeah I. I uh, again, uh, so stock clock, I guess, should I go through the numbers? Uh, it's just 28 cores for the most part. Uh, should we run that first uh, benchmark chart? Which which one? Uh, let's do the, just the one everybody cares. We're going to run two, right? So we'll do the one with the Cinebench performance. 
The R15, the one that nobody can read? The one that nobody can read because it's so tiny. All right, there it is. Yeah, somebody <laughs> somebody try to read that because I can't. It is really small. It's really hard to read. Please, please tell us. But so, and I've been doing this. I, I think it's somewhat valid. Um, I, I run... I, I think it's very valid. What I use, I use Cinebench, and I run from one to sixty-four threads on both Threadripper thirty, you know, thirty-two sixty-four, and the twenty-eight fifty-six Xeon amount of threads and cores. And I just look at and I and I looked at the performance result for both of the parts, and you can see that you know, mostly in in the very uh, on on the left actually in the left hand side chart, on the left hand side of the chart where it's lighter. Loads. It's actually closer than I expected it to be. I really thought that um, the Xeon would have an advantage, but once you get up to about seventeen, eighteen threads, and all the way up to about thirty-nine, it's just got it. It's got a really, really nice performance advantage. Which I, you know, I base it's some of it is clock speeds because it does run at higher clocks <coughs> than Ryzen Threadripper stock. Both of these were run, you know, stock as much as you want to say stock, but. Another part of it is this CPU is not a normal CPU, right? Again, yeah, in, as, in plenty of ways. <laughs> in plenty of ways. Uh, so somebody in chat real quick uh, is asking, um, what was it, Northern Tech Hermit, uh, what power supplies were needed for this Xeon? So it was a single 1,600-watt EVGA power supply. It could be 1,500. I think it was 1,600. Um, and it, we didn't get close to loading that one up. I didn't run two power supplies. The reason why I'm saying it's it's not normal is the motherboard for it. There's two of them. There's the Asus Dominus Extreme. Um, I picked it up at at Computex. It weighs ten pounds. And the other one is a Gigabyte uh, A1X. <laughs> These are the reason they're not. They, you know, you look at it, and you go, oh, it's extended ATX. They're not. They're actually uh, SSI spec motherboards for servers. These are both about fourteen by fourteen. So, all right. Okay. So there wasn't EATX after all. No, no, not at all. It's actually a SSI spec, which is the server infrastructure. It's a non-ATX spec, but these are huge. So you, you yeah, may have a hard a, time. It's a big system. It's a it's a big system, and I'm saying it's not usual usual because this CPU stock clock very fast, but it's clearly made to overclock from I the beginning. I was really impressed with the overclocks you were getting. Right, and I'm just, you know, and I'm just, I was just screwing around. At the very end, I ran out of time. I did some overclocking just to see, and I was running up at like 4.1, all cores, 4.2. And the actual Cinebench score is 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 actually greater than the world record for uh, 28 core, in 28 core class at HWBot, which I think was done with 8180, which is basically the server version of the CPU, but at a much lower clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person was able to run on, I think, out three one or something like that. Well, three one is a base clock of this thing, so it's just a smoking fast CPU at stock clock. And getting up to four one, I did with just you know again a, a, an Ace Tech CLC talking with board vendors at CES. Their early reports are yeah they they're they're they think yeah five gigahertz will actually we mentioned this last time, but you'll actually be able to get this chip up to five gigahertz. You know, probably with a decent, you know, uh, custom water loop. Not, not can do it with the CLC necessarily, but essentially, if you feed it an infinite amount of power <laughs> and an infinite amount of cooling, you can get It'll to these high going. clocks. Uh, and so, oh, sorry, go ahead. sorry. Somebody's asking about the uh, uh, how much power is it at idle? <laughs> I, idle, I think. So yeah, it's a power hog. So uh, the Threadripper, one of the things stock. 
it will the socket basically stops you at 250 watts it's just like that's it no more we're gonna you know blow something up the xeon part definitely had no problems we were at the wall so at the at under heavier loads on this on the on the ryzen it was about 300 350 um and the xeon although i didn't you know try to normalize the amount of fans and hardware in it but we were definitely pushing 550 watts just running multi-threaded uh, loads i did the overclock all cores up to 41 and i was up at you know 650 <laughs> 700 watts uh and uh, and i uh, the advice i i heard was if you really want to go for uh really high clocks now a 41 all all core overclock that's easy pretty much like anybody could do it even i did it in just a couple hours if you want to get to like higher four eights, that five range, you're going to need two power supplies. They need to be two match power supplies because mm-hmm. you do need a single rail, uh, a single rail power supply instead of breaking up, you know, the rails on a on a different different rails. So you want them to be the same. So probably just buying the same vendor match power supplies, and of course you can need a, a crap load of cooling. And as we saw in the demo at Computex, they were five gigahertz all cores with a one kilowatt. You know, liquid chiller. So, <laughs> that being said, about the power concerns, I think if you're in the market for a chip like this, you don't really care how much power it takes. You just you just want that performance. How many how many Discord servers do you think you can run on that? <laughs> I don't know one. I got I on my Discord server. I got a Discord server. Yeah, oh yeah, you're on the the Fulner Discord server, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, it's it's just a monster, it, monster performance, <laughs> monster power. Uh, monster cooling, uh, monster prices. Uh, and I, first I'm going to talk about the, actually the other things around it. I didn't really get a chance to talk about in the story. Price, motherboards, I don't know. Nobody knew. I asked the vendors who are supposedly making motherboards for this chip. They, they don't know pricing yet. They, they don't know. How I much think does server motherboard only go for? They, you know, server motherboards, as you can imagine, are very expensive. Um, Can we use that to ballpark or have a, make some kind of estimated I think, guess? I think Ian over at Anontech, he I think he said that Dominus's the guess he was going for was fifteen hundred dollars is what he was hearing. So there is actually a lot of this fifteen hundred I was hearing. I guess it's hard to estimate this stuff so much because I'm not sure if I read it in yours. I know I read it in Ian's at Anontech's. Uh, the initial batch of these are are going to be out through system integrators anyway. Right. So it's, it's Kind of doesn't matter so much what the motherboard itself costs. It matters what the PC you're going to buy from Origin or whatever costs. Right. And, and yeah, again, you, you call up one of the high-end boutique vendors. Uh, I know that right now, I think Intel actually listed Box and Univision, who are probably both workstation class vendors. But yep. the machines I saw at CES were clearly built for this motherboard and the CPU. So you will be able to get it from a lot of these boutique vendors that they have no problem selling you twenty thousand dollars PCs. Um, and you're gonna have to have a special case too. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a special big case. Uh, it's a, and again, you know, motherboard might be fifteen hundred dollars. It also, by the way, I didn't mention six channels of six channels of DDR4 uh, does have ECC support. This morning, um, G Skill sent out a release saying they have a hundred ninety two gig kit for it at uh, DDR. <laughs> Four four thousands something, <laughs> and I mean, uh, why not? Why yeah, not? why not? Right? Uh, and you know, there's uh, there's also um, uh, I have a EK water block kit, it's a CLC uh, for it as well, it, but it very much uh, is kind of a, 
a crazy CPU, right? I mean, I, I want to hear your opinion on this because there, the, the other rumor I heard, uh, Ian, I think, put out is the rumor he heard at CES is there's, there was only going to be 1,500 of these CPUs sold, right? I believe it. I would believe that. Yeah, I, it's entirely possible, but it may be that's just how many they they allocate. I don't think that's any limited limitation, mm-hmm. but maybe they're, they're doing that. But I do know from... Intel's intention is you'll buy it from a system integrator, you know, boutique vendor, and then it will actually come out as they do intend to sell it as a box retail part. So, um, so uh, people are asking how, how much is this thing? We haven't uh, we haven't well, said the, the price crazy of the chip. Thing. No, no, the chip itself. The the chip yeah. it's is is three thousand dollars. Now I know you're going like what three thousand dollars? I can get a I can get a thirty two core thread for eighteen hundred dollars. This CPU at September, the guess was it was going to be five thousand dollars, right? And then at CES, yep. I was hearing eight thousand. Yeah, there was an eight thousand. There was a five thousand at CES. There was a resurfacing of the four thousand number because <laughs> apparently there was a, a, a European website that it, it listed it at four thousand um, dollars. We actually did an interview with Anon at Intel, and he said no, it'll be well south of that of the of the five thousand dollars that was circulating at at the nine hundred K launch. You know, uh, it's this. Literally yesterday, we were told it was going to be three thousand dollars. I I love so. I don't know if everyone knows the like the concept of anchor points in like psychology, yeah. where uh, you can actually use this to marketers do this all the time, where they manipulate you by uh, saying that that some things like MSRP is like this high right. so that when it goes on sale or they drop they drop the price quote unquote to something lower it seems that much cheaper and i feel like that totally just worked on me because i was like oh three thousand that sounds totally reasonable uh, yeah some people in the chat are saying that as well yeah and i well, actually i actually think that's a pretty fair price for what you're getting for this when you look at what it's insane right <laughs> it is just crazy. No, I mean, I, I oh. agree, but it's also funny that I feel like, but if we had expected it to come in at three, will we be quite so pleased about it? <laughs> you know, okay, so I, I really think at $3,000, we should do the next well, start. And, and right? how many, real quick, how many cores was the one that had, uh, that was 1725 like just a couple years 10, ago, wasn't it? One thousand seven hundred and twenty-three dollars. I wrote a whole core, song right? about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how many cores was that? Ten. It was a ten core. It was the I, core i seven. You didn't even get i nine. Sixty nine fifty x. One thousand seven hundred and twenty-three dollars. So you know, uh, hey, I mean, by by that, you know, you're you're getting what almost triple the cores for double the price, <laughs> for less than double the price. Add marketing on marketing. It's at $1,723, and most Intel pricing that they put out is for tray pricing. So, like, they're like, if you buy a thousand of these, if you're Dell, you'll get them for $1,723. So, you actually pay more at retail. Whereas with this, they're actually saying this chip's going to be $3,000. Yeah. And so. the w- one thing, too, is, you know, the tray pricing used to actually be that was a high watermark. Eventually, after the launch, it would go lower. But that hasn't been a reality since Intel ran into these problems with um, 14 nanometer yields. No, with the 9900K. I do well, want to say, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I do want to say in response to that, Brad, though, it's <laughs> like if they're only selling 1500 they don't have a 1000 to sell in a trade. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, that's probably about the right number to make. No, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying there's probably a reason why they're not giving trade prices. <laughs> so, I mean, it really was interesting because I, I, I'm going to say even before I had gotten the CPU for testing, I was like, because, you know, I'd heard the fourth. I mean, when a, a, a retailer, this is the problem with leaks. When the retailer says, oh, we're going to it's going to sell for four thousand bucks. It was four thousand, you know, whatever that weird European currency is. Euro. Yeah, Euro? that's it. I don't know. It's the whatever C thing. It looks like a cent. Um, they they said, <laughs> sorry, Europeans. They said <laughs> it was like four thousand bucks. And it was like, you know, I I got the chip. It's like, you know, <laughs> I, I I don't know. It's there's really not. It's just no way it's going to be so fast that you can make it worth two. You know, twice as much, right? Eighteen hundred dollars versus four thousand dollars for a thread. I, I was like, I was literally saying like, it's like it's, this is crazy. Like Intel has made a CPU just to make people buy more Threadripper, to make people feel like, well, damn, that's a good price on Threadripper. You know, like, right? Because at four thousand bucks, it's just like yeah. that. Just huh? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Twenty percent faster in multi-threaded. Okay, yeah, twenty-two hundred dollars more. No, no, you just can't. So at three thousand dollars, I was really like. Okay, it's actually for Intel. In fact, let's do the let's do the bucks per thread chart. Right, here we go. I love how you're Everybody saying though, that. quote for Intel. <laughs> it is because you know I actually it's look at the so this this chart basically I go and I, I look at the you know list or MSRP prices of the various CPUs. I threw out all the toy CPUs. Uh, we only have big sockets here. So uh, we get everywhere from original Threadripper to, of course, second-gen Threadripper and, you know, Intel's seven, you know, I, their Skylake X parts uh, with Tim and without Tim. With price, there's actually no change in the prices. Obviously, the stupidly good price for, you know, CPUs is the Threadripper. I mean, it's insane. 28 bucks per thread for a 32-core Threadripper. Just a killer deal and uh, hard to beat. But... If you look at the Xeon price, which is about uh, three quarters of the way down, here, I'll, here you go. The Xeon W, yeah. The, the Xeon W3175, it's $54 per thread, which is actually in line with all of Intel's other CPUs almost. I mean, 16-core uh, Skylake X 9960 and 7960, $53. The 18-core uh, 7980-9980, 55 per thread. And it was only, the, of course, the KB Lake and the 10-core uh, Haswell and the 10-core Broadwell that just made absolutely no sense. And, of course, you do, just for comparison, the reason why people thought $8,000 was the price of that Xeon Platinum 8176 and 8180M. So those are server CPUs, same thread, lower clocks. Of course, they have you know other server specialness you can run multiple multi uh, cpus 232 bucks per thread 209 those are just crazy right and then of course i i also threw in the rumored price of 5000 bucks or 4000 bucks is 71 dollars it would have been unreasonable but at fifty four dollars, I mean, it does fall like, in line. It, it does fall no, in line. That's actually like, yeah, that's what everything else kind of costs, you know. So I'm wondering. I have a oh, sorry, go you, ahead. So, do you think these are essentially just super binned versions of those Xeons? Yeah. For much? Yeah, they're highly binned. They, these are the very, very best of the Xeons that you're getting here. Um, and again, those eighty one eighties, they're not exactly high clocks. The 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 HW bot score for an eighty one eighty M is is. Uh, 5,000 is in a bench. 
I was hitting 5,900 with this thing just clocked to 4.1 and picking my nose at the same time. So <laughs> you're getting a crap load more clock speeds. Um, it's just, it, it is very much just, the entire thing is crazy over the top. I mean, the fact that you can run two power supplies to get up to five, the fact that you can run 192 gigs of RAM and you need a case that actually supports the SSI <laughs> motherboard. It's just like it's over the top. Well, you're not getting into this because you're on a budget. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing is like it's sort of like it's hard to argue, you know, in in a budget kind of sense. I I, and I I, I agree. It's like uh, I you can't get a McLaren for, you know, McLaren has nine hundred thousand dollar McLarens and they have three hundred thousand dollar McLarens. You know what? None of you or me can drive any of those cars near the limit. It doesn't matter. But that $900,000 McLaren, which I I saw in person at the car show, it's like, oh, damn. It's crazy. But the $900,000 McLaren made the $300,000 one next to it look cheap. Like... (laughs) <laughs> At the same time, though, the value on Threadripper is awesome. I mean, it's just like if you yeah. really, you know, I, I really sort of see it as you you ride around in a Jets, you hang out with what that Kim Mega dude, whatever, who's like <laughs> lighting cigars <laughs> with hundred dollar bills. <laughs> and yeah, Kim dot com. You, oh, Kim Kim. Com. Oh, you're gonna God. buy one of these. <laughs> you're going to call up and you're going to buy one of these. You're going to deliver it to your house. It'll be $20,000 and whatever. You're going to play Minecraft on it, right? This is like, you're not having a problem. You're going to have a Minecraft server as but long like, as a Discord server here as well. So that's very fair. Those people really exist. Um, at the same time, if I'm building, I'm at, I'm working at home, I'm a contractor, I need thread count for 3D rendering, yeah, I'm going to go with Threadripper, right? I mean, you can't beat that deal because you're paying for the hardware. So uh, I have a question. This is just high level. So have we figured out why are they calling this a Xeon? You know, this, this seems to be in a weird wannabe consumer space. But also, I mean, as we saw, Xeons are, are way high, higher priced. You know, you know they it's were, just a different class. They haven't said. And, you know, I was just thinking about this morning because I, I just like I every, idea, go I ahead. Thought. I think that when you look at like the Core i9 Skylake X parts, they yeah. can all use the same motherboards. This is like a class all of its own that needs its own motherboard, needs its own case, needs two power supplies. <laughs> so they probably just didn't want any kind. Oh, I got a Core i9. I'm going to go buy a Core i9 motherboard. Yeah. No. I, I, you know, and actually, but I was thinking this morning because it's sort of, it's like Xeon, you just, is Xeon is like, that's like, oh, that's all work. You know, it just, it's almost, it's too it's too professional sounding no matter yeah. what well it's it's server grade you think a server grade you know like you're not going to be overclocking servers but this i don't you know. know man yeah. i'd be pretty pumped if i'm like i just bought you know a mother effing overclockable z on that <laughs> but i was just thinking this morning like they so you, again it, the, it's a cpu with like two motherboards may just overclock the thing you know two <laughs> Two power supplies, two 1,600-watt power supplies, special case, all this stuff. And then, like, a really non-edgy name. I really think they could have gone with Core i11. I know it's insane. <laughs> because then no, you, get your, you get your spinal tap You turn it up to in, 11. Yep, yep. You know? And they're like, yeah, well, we could have made a Core i10, but no, we went this to one 11. goes in Core i11. Because, I mean, I, I feels like this is going to be like a one-off thing, right? Yeah. Very limited. Well... 
And and friend of the show Ryan from uh, Creative says uh, he thinks it's because uh, they're trying to position it versus Threadripper, you know, a Zeon versus Threadripper fight. But also at the same time, AMD has uh, Epic, which you know some yeah. people are saying, you know, like wouldn't this be a direct competitor to Epic? You know, since it's Zeon versus Epic, I, you know, I I think I the argument know. that this doesn't compete with Epic in a lot of ways is Epic is not. It's not made as an overclockable part. I mean, this part from the beginning. I mean, neither is Xeons, really. Well, Xeons are. They just lock them intentionally. I mean, Core i9s and Core i7s have been Xeon parts derivatives for a while. So I, I think. But I, I just think Epic is not. This is like Epic and Xeon server, those SP, those 8180s. Those are like, we're going to put in a server. You're going to run this thing until basically. The world ends <laughs> at super stock. The fans are going to be, you know, 400 dB, and that doesn't matter because you, you're running a, a data center. This CPU is a, is the supercar of, C, of CPUs, right? It's just like there's no other way to sort of see it because it's so over the top. Everything about it is over the top. So... With that in Except mind. Except for the name. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you don't want to brag about what you have. Well, you do it, though. <laughs> You're hanging I'm, with t- Kim.com. You, totally you want to like... <laughs> um, just, I'm just, just kidding. This is a backwards bra- brag, Alina. Uh, uh, yeah, I brag. bought one of those. I called up. I got one of those $20,000 gaming machines from, you know, so-and-so. And I said, the only bummer thing is it's called a Xeon. I was hoping for a core or something. Core, you know? <laughs> Ooh, actually, you know what? Uh, Atomic, like, what? Atomic has a good idea. Uh, they could have called the Core IX. Core IX. Uh, so it's a, it's a Core I-10, you know, but also it's a Xeon. So, you know, yeah. Core IX. And it sounds cool, right? You get all the uh, <laughs> Mac users buying it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I think it gets a little confusing, though, because they have the Core X thing that confused the hell out of people when they came out with Skylake X. Yes. They called them Core X parts. Yeah. And it's like, well, what about these other parts that fit the same socket? <laughs> yeah, that's... that's. And then later on, they sort of... Um, they retroactively named them, I think, Core X or something. I, it's it Clearly, they haven't... I, I really don't know, because the name could have used over-the-topness. Like, Threadripper, that's so over... That's so I mean, AMD, it's a great right? name. That's just a like, great oh, name. Threadripper, oh, right? a great name. It just sounds like, oh, I got Xeon W3175X. <laughs> all right so i had a a legitimate question which was so it's all over the top what would you actually use it for well so if you if i had my boss and i worked in adam or content creation where i you know i really did need some stupid amount of performance i i would say yeah i would actually say yeah buy me this right one it's intel companies like to buy people intel parts Two, it's fast. You know, three, it's just it's it's crazy. And you you know, I, again, stock speeds, it is faster than the thread or in most things. There's some things heavily, heavily multi-threaded, multitasking, multi-threaded tasks. Third upper with its thirty-two cores actually did, you know, pull dead even and actually come out ahead in some things. But for the most part, for what most people are gonna do, it's actually faster and there's a huge price to be paid. Too, I was so. uh, I was watching Steve at Gamers Nexus video this morning, and he was uh, testing it because they use Premiere, Adobe Premiere, for their own tasks, and so he was actually running tasks that like they were going to do anyway. On that was their test, like, hey, we're going to do this right. task that we we're going to do anyway, 
And he said it literally saves them like hours using this gel. Oh, nice. Man. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh man, I can imagine don't how we, we can put it to the test. Don't we have unlimited electricity as part that. of yeah. our uh, lease here? I mean, hopefully, who knows? <laughs> yeah. You would hope so. Um, well, you know, j- just to, to wrap this up, because we do have other stuff to get to, uh, Gordon and I are going to be finishing up a video, uh, a standalone video on YouTube that you can uh, watch. Uh, hopefully, uh, it goes up tomorrow. So you know we'll, we'll go even over more of the uh, the benchmark charts and uh, and get a little more in depth into the actual testing, like the the article. Uh, so stay tuned for that for sure. But anything else uh, you want to say on that before we move on? No, I mean there's still you know there's a there's a sort of whiff of vaporish with it. Um, I don't know board prices. It's like if you officially launch this thing, you should be able to have board prices. But maybe that's because of going directly to system integrators. Um, but yeah, that- this, it's a crazy part. That makes me think, my, my final thing with this is, even though they say it's eventually going to be a boxed retail part, if you're interested in it, don't wait for that is what I would say. I would go, I would, if I'm interested in this, I would go look to buy one at a system integrator as soon as possible, because if there are that few of them, the fact that you need a specialized case, you need a specialized motherboard, you need all this stuff, I wouldn't necessarily bet money on the fact that you will, in fact, be able to buy retail parts and all those extra retail specialized cases, extra special retail motherboards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I I do know one thing that is sort of crazy about the, the having watched the PC enthusiast space for a long time is, um, interestingly, nobody ever at, there's a certain part of the market. It's real where the higher the price, it's actually the more they want it. So, and there are really people out there who are like, I want the best. I don't care if I'm paying, this is what 80% more. Le- this is what LeBron gets for his kid, right? For 2% more, yeah. I mean, yeah. What do you What do you care, right? I mean, you you want like something, it's a show-off piece. This is enti- this uh, this CPU is a, is a statement CPU. Get is this, it- thrown with a couple Titan RTXs, you're good to go. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you do yourself, you, know, you do your backwards brag. Oh, I had to pay 25000 for my machine. It's just like, it's, oh, God, it's oh, terrible. Oh, it's horrible, it's man. Like, really? I just got one of these 580s on sale with three free games for 150 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Save two months for it. Yeah. All right. Well, we we got some people excited for RTX and laptops, and to talk about Gordon. So, are you are you ready? Uh, let's see if I can actually remember last week on the RTX laptops. But yes, I think so. Let's do it. Which I forget which chart I gave you to, to use. So uh, we we got a couple, but uh, yeah, oh. we we have a video uh, up on YouTube. You can watch it. Uh, we kind of it's the review of the MSI GS seventy five uh, Stealth, uh, the first RTX laptop that we got in for testing. There have been others out there, but the, this is the the first one we got. It's got a ten eighty Max Q, yeah, twenty eighty Max Q. I'm sorry, and it's a beautiful laptop GS seventy five, yeah. extremely well behaved, seventeen inches, you know, ten eighty P one forty four panel. You know, uh, H H class uh, CPU. You know, six core and RTX 2080 Max Q. Uh, in actual performance tests, very decent performance, especially when you put it against probably what it was fair to put it against, which is 1080 Max Q. Yeah, decent bump. There are some things where it's faster than a full tilt 1080, and there's some things where it's slightly slower. But uh, for the most part, you're getting it into a very light five pound gaming laptop. All kinds of win in conventional gaming. I I think it's a fantastic chip. I I do want to hear Brad's opinion. I think it's a fantastic chip for all of today's games. 
But the thing that really does make me worry a little bit is its performance in ray tracing. Which, if you want, yeah. why don't we why don't we flash up the first one? Uh, uh, 3D Mark Port Royal. All right, give me a second. So, uh, and I'll actually just go ahead and talk for or forget yeah. the the audio listeners. Um, so that we're showing off a chart with uh, GTX. Uh, oh, sorry, RTX. RTX performance from desktop cards. 2080 Ti, 2080, 2070, 2060 that uh, PC Gamer did, uh, Jared over there, awesome guy. And he just had, you know, basic scores for this brand new test from 3D Mark that only tests ray tracing performance. And I just wanted to compare what the RTX 2080 Max-Q does against it. And to give you an idea, the RTX 2080 Ti is 8100, the 2080 is 5900, the 2070 is 4900, uh, and the 2060 is 3700. So the MSI GS75 with its 2080 Max Q comes right in at 4100, which so it's pretty damn close to a 2060 card in yeah, ray tracing performance yeah it's closer to the 2060 than the 2070 which is weird because typically like if you look at max q parts from the gtx 10 series pascal like the max q versions were essentially the step down so if you had a 1080 max q it performed like a 1070 etc etc uh in this card at least in this you know ray tracing performance it's not performing like the step down. It's performing more like two steps down. It's performing closer to the RTX 2060 than it is the 2070. Right. Despite theoretically being a 2080. Yeah, so. and and the thing is, um, just to give you another idea, I ran Battlefield Five, and there's one scene. And there were plenty of physics going on, too, so that does drag down frame rate and everything. But uh, one frame, uh, DXR off, 90 frames a second, same scene, same position dxr on 45 frames a second which is like what cut in half pretty painful and actually go ahead and pull up this next chart though this is the the uh the green one so the basically yeah sorry go ahead i'm using my head no no yeah actually i'd love to hear you because i you know i like because i you look you know probably people are wondering are these exactly the same parts i went ahead and i broke out the specs that nvidia has listed for the gtx and rtx series Interestingly, they no longer specifically state um, max Q performance like clock speeds. It's just simply they're saying, you know, our, you know, 2080 clock range. There's a high, there's a low, there's a high and low. But if, you, if you're looking at this green chart, Adam, you can Sorry, pull that Sorry, hold on. I, I did not get that one in. One second. Yeah, so it basically shows you that part for part, uh, 10 series to, to 20 series are except for the 1070 desktop to, to mobile, exact same CUDA cores. There we go. Uh, same amount of memory, same type of memory, same memory interface, same amount of memory bandwidth. But the the really big variables you see on these, of course, between mobile and desktop are the thermals mm-hmm. and the clock speeds. Mm-hmm. And, and those I, base clocks are real low for these, uh, yeah. for these RTX parts. Yeah, and I'm kind of wondering, because I, honestly, I've not done a lot of testing with desktop cards. That's Brad's thing. But um, I will say the GS75 running, you know, a couple, uh, a non-direct, uh, a non-ray trace game or demo, and then a, a ray trace demo. I saw clocks about 1300 to 1250. So 1350 to 1250, generally. Which, I mean, that's... 
So that's towards the higher end of what they're saying the base clock range is. So yeah, and what I the one thing that kind of gets me is I don't understand. Well, does that am I hitting the boost clock or am I hitting the base clock? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a little strange, and I think Nvidia is trying to obfuscate um, where these things perform by just simply giving these two different ranges. I, I'd feel better if it just said max Q range is this, you know, non max Q is is this, but it's just sort of this overall, you know, low base, high base. I wonder if those ultra low base clocks are for when RTX and DLSS are firing up because I find it really interesting that the ray tracing performance is so much lower for this mobile part than it is for the desktop parts where you would expect it to fall. Sure. And you know, Uh, apparently the clock speeds have a much greater impact on ray chasing performance than we initially suspected using just the desktop parts. And it feels like it too, because I mean, the, unless they're lying, it's the same amount of, it's a main, same amount of CUDA cores, right? And um, if everything else is the same, but although do they break out ray tracing and, and uh, compute cores otherwise? Is that all just simply counted as part of the CUDA cores? Yeah, ray tracing and, and tensor cores are separate. They're separate counts. Yeah, so they actually, they don't publish the amount of cores for these. So I, so here's the I thing. would guess that it's the same as the desktop parts. The desktop parts they are published. So okay, I mean, so they must be the same then, right? Mm-hmm. I need to dig in that. But what's interesting too is for um, Nvidia. Oh, and of course, there's a typo right there. <laughs> so many typos. Uh, GeForce RTX twenty eight uh, twenty eighty mobile. Mm-hmm. The gigarays, there's a low and the high. So gigaray low performance is five. NVIDIA's own rating. Gigaray's high is seven. So if you compare that to an RTX 2080 desktop, it's basically eight, period. Eight gigarays. Yep. So if you're on the on the good side, which I imagine you, is what you're going to get from a full tilt 2080 part, mm-hmm. seven, right? So it's still a little bit off of... of uh, of a full desktop part, but on that low side at five, that's basically the same as a 2060 desktop. Probably a little that's bit very, more, I'm sure. It's very interesting. I wonder if it's tied to, to clock speeds. Right, because you would think, I mean, unless they nerfed all the other, you know, RT and DLSS cores, but I don't think so. I would I, doubt it, because then they would have to actually have a new die for it, so. Yeah, unless these are just uh. simply marked off bad, but I, I, I think, but, you know, again, you look at um, the big, the big tell, because clock speed is not limited because the parts are probably limited, but because of the thermals. I mean the 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 RTX twenty eighty is a eighty to one hundred and fifty watt part, so probably eighty for max Q and one fifty for a full tilt part. Well, and actually, a lot of people were asking about the thermal performance on the, uh, the MSI GS75 specifically. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure I understand the question, but if they're asking... I mean, they're just wondering, like, you know, is it throttling more oh. than, than usual? You know, like, how hot is the actual thing getting? You know, Yeah, I actually found it to be really well behaved. Um, and honestly, when I did a lot of the, the testing, like, the fans are like, why is it so quiet? It makes you go like something's wrong, like the fan curve's too turned down or maybe I've got the wrong drivers or something. Because most gaming laptops, especially that thin, when you hammer the GPU, you know, it starts sounding like a, like a 28-core Xeon pretty soon, right? It's just kind of like, what? <laughs> this thing was really, really quiet, really quiet. And I was like, I'm hoping... And in fact, I did testing with it on Max Fan because I just like, well, I don't want this thing to throttle because 
these fans are way too low. But it's just out of the box. It's just it's just super quiet, and you're getting really good performance. So, um, and it's really well. We have I actually have some thermal images of about ten different RTX laptops that are running at CES. They've been running for like six hours at the, in their demo booth, and they you know they they didn't look like they were going to catch on fire. So <laughs> is that your baseline? Yeah, these are all you know. Nvidia really wants to sort of hide Max Q. They don't really. Want to call the Max Q anymore? I they they just simply say they're RTX 2080 laptops, and they're they're saying it. Oh, if it's a thin laptop, it's Max Q. What do you think? We, we broke the law of physics, you know? Well, no, you still got to say. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that at either. But you know, I, so but I have a question. Yeah, we haven't talked about we we're talking about ray tracing. Right. We haven't actually talked about actual gaming performance. How does this thing stack up? Um, it's it's really good. It's basically faster than you know all of the. It it easily whoops 1070 full full max P as people like to call them the full tilt <laughs> 1070 parts. It whoops the the big thick 17 inch laptops. It whoops the max and of course when you're looking at a max Q 1070. It's it's just destruction. It's definitely faster than 1080 max Q laptops, and then it's actually. On par and actually faster than some 1080 um, full tilt 1080 laptops. And so, where does that fall in terms of pricing among them? So pricing is similar. You know, this is GS75 is a is a premium laptop. Three grand, 32 gigs of, of RAM, uh, 512 gig SSD, 1080p panel with at 144 no G Sync. You know, just 144 and the the 2080 Max Q for three grand, which if you look at a loaded up 2080 Max Q laptop, they are actually 1080. A 1080 laptop, they were actually very similar. Okay. So it's it's definitely the guidance I heard from vendors. I talked a lot. I'm trying to get like how much it costs because Nvidia will never say. I, I heard about a hundred dollars more. Okay. The cost adder. And of course, we were you know the discussion is like wow that's I mean because on desktop it was like a slap in the face right people that's what triggered everybody and this is not as bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's sort of all buried into the overall cost of a laptop. You can't buy it separately, but the vendors are saying a hundred bucks. It wasn't unreasonable. So, and I was seeing some twenty sixty laptops for um, I think an Acer this morning. The price they listed is about seventeen hundred dollars. Okay, which is you know when ten sixties came out, and they were about fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's it's right in line. It's not it's not over the top in pricing. Which so. it's really astonishing to me, like especially. In particular, this laptop that you reviewed, like you couldn't put a 1080 into this last generation. So this, right? No, it was a 1070 or 1060 last generation. So this is actually their top end chip in a five pound laptop that apparently makes no noise. Right, and that's astounding. Yeah, and that's sort of the. It's, <laughs> it's hard because a lot of people are very focused on all up raw performance, but yeah, you got a good point, Brad. This is like this is better than what you're getting out of a 1080 17-inch gaming laptop in a 5-pound gaming laptop. 5 pounds. That's only maybe half a pound heavier than an XPS 15. Right? So I haven't really looked at... Um, uh, there's only like one other review right now, right? Or is there uh, more There's now? some other ones. There's okay. definitely others. I don't know what all, you know... They reviewed because I think we had different. Like, there were different models floating around. Yeah. Um, do you think this will will see like a trickle down effect so that like the four pound laptops also will have like a nice bump in performance as well? Yeah, because I mean, well, hmm. <laughs> down to four pounds. That's 
I could see GS65. I think the GS65 would probably get a, you know, 2070 Max-Q, which is, you know, that's that's pretty damn good. Because before <laughs> it used to be a 1070 Max-Q in the in the GS65. That, so the Aero 15, I think they're doing a 2080. A 2080 Max-Q in the Aero 15, Gigabyte Aero 15, Dang. which is a 15-inch laptop. That previously maxed out at a 1070 Max-Q part. And, you know, so yeah, everybody gets sort of like a boost. The controversial part, of course, is like, oh, ray tracing is going to go nowhere. Why pay extra for it? You know, that kind of the, that pushback that you always get. The, the Arrow 15 uh, Tom's Hardware actually reviewed that. And there's I don't know if it was the max model, but it had the 2070 max Q. Not oh, maybe it's a 2070. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the Zephyrus as well. Uh, Zephyrus that, that was around there was a 2070 as well for their 17 inch. I think so. Hmm. I gotta look, but yeah, I mean, we'd have to, there, there's, I mean, there's barely anything out there. We got people asking about the new, the new Razer ones with RTX, and and I haven't yeah. seen anybody get those. Razer's in. a 2070 uh, Max Q, I think. Yeah, so, so. Uh, it's still, you know, and people are asking. There are some people waiting to see opinions. You know, do, do, is it too early to say, hey, this is this is the best RTX laptop you can get right now? I mean, because really, we've only seen one. Or do you think you have an, uh, an idea? I, this is, I, I mean, I, I would be. I'd be pretty damn happy. The, the GS75 fixes a lot of problems I've had with the GS65, which was if you ever wanted to upgrade storage, it was a nightmare, right? Because it was an inverted motherboard, and the M.2s were on the other side of the motherboard. It's like, oh, no problem. Open your laptop up, pull the motherboard out. It's like, um, no, that's that's not that's not normal. So this one, you pull the bottom off, and there's at least two M.2 slots in there so easily. Uh, thermals are great. Performance is great. Um, cost. You know, I would probably thirty two gigs is excessive, but I was looking at their price and it's it's a hundred dollars less for a sixteen gig version. So um, might as well get thirty two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think you could make an argument, and I'd I'd have to see, but I would make an argument. Maybe twenty seventy max Q makes a lot more sense. You know, because mm. there is a there's a big premium for uh ten eighty twenty eighty max Q. Those those very high end ten eighty laptops are very expensive. So. Same thing with RTX 2080. You probably save 300 bucks by going to a 2070 and still get really, really good performance. It's only one. It's only a 1080 panel, but you know 144. That's, so 1080 144 is the ideal gaming laptop panel, in my opinion. Yeah. If you go any higher than that, it starts destroying battery life. Uh, and I mean, you really don't need bigger than that in a 15 inch laptop. You don't need higher resolution. Oh yeah, and also the battery. I should mention battery life on the GS75 was great. I mean, yeah. I think a- it's, uh, MSI amazing yeah. quotes eight hours. I'm like, yeah, sure, maybe if you crank the screen brightness down. But at our video playback, it was like six and a half, nearly seven hours. That's not so, bad. Yeah, for a gaming laptop, it's eighty two eighty two watt hour battery. You know, they could have gone to ninety nine, but then you get more weight, larger chassis. But so it's it's really. Really good laptop if you want the portability. The only thing that I I'm just not a fan of is the placement of the trackpad. It's just it's oddly centered. It's like they forgot to move it over the inch it should have gone because it's a it's a wide aspect ratio trackpad, and it's basically centered on the eye. <laughs> it's just like what? So you every time you put your hand on it, the palm direction is good, but every time you put your hand on it, your palm is just like resting right on the trackpad. Hmm. 
So is it because they I, thought there was gonna be a ten key next to it, or there what? is a ten key? Oh, but yeah. I I don't know if maybe they just wanted to clear your hand for the Wasid keys, oh, or okay. somebody was at lunch that day and they forgot to move <laughs> it. <laughs> it's still a great laptop. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty fantastic. But yeah, I'd want to see. I want to see more. I want to see twenty seventy. I want to see full tilt twenty eighties. I want to see you know twenty sixties. Twenty sixties or has been like a great. $1,700 for most people are great, great parts. Um, one thing I do want to mention, though, last thing, is I do think it is a little different, whereas desktop, everybody was like, uh, I'm going to go buy the older one. I, I don't need this stuff. I think you don't have much of a choice. Remember, if you're going to go out and you're going to buy a new laptop, unless there's a, a huge price savings, which is fine. If you can get a 1070 for a steal, go for it, right? But mm-hmm. I think for the most part, there's really no reason to say no to these these RTX laptops, even if even if you don't believe in the RTX thing, and, and this this ray tracing performance is kind of scary at this point. Yeah, but I mean, there's one ray tracing game out right now. It does have the capabilities, and it's still the fastest mobile graphics chip that's ever existed. Right. So, yeah. Well, and, and I think I think everything that you were saying about yeah, we want to see more, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, about this laptop. In my head, this is still like an awesome. Like the complete package on this thing is so awesome that if you're thinking about that and that's within your budget range, like I would seriously consider getting that laptop because everything even it even looks great in my yeah opinion. yeah yeah. Uh, and then Wesley's asking, uh, uh, do we think drivers will help the performance over the next couple months? Uh, you know, how do you think support's going to be? Yes, it always does. Yeah, drivers and uh, game optimizations, right? Well, I mean, Battlefield they definitely help game optimizations already since launch so it's only going to get better probably and then maybe and there's they'll... a lot of there's a lot of stuff you can do to tweak there if ray tracing performance is that heavily tied into clocks if that is what it is then they can only improve so much that being said uh ea has already put out that big patch for battlefield that like doubled the frame rates effectively or something like that so right Expect improvements. Yeah. But I, to point out, I did have the patch version. It was the latest version of Battlefield. So it was kind of like a little scary to see the uh, the frames drop like that. It's like... Well, yeah, that's when I, I just was looking at your chart when you were talking about that. The fact that it's, you know, max giga raise is five for the desktop 2060 and five for the right. uh, this, uh, the load spec. I mean, that's that's very telling, I think. Right. So you do wonder what is up with that, because assuming that all the ray tracing cores and the DLS cores are the same, then why is it just the clocks? Is it the power consumption? I don't know. (laughs) But there's no reason not to buy it. I I definitely, I think it's a great, right? Elaine is going to be here. She's going, oh, yeah, good deal. She's like, huh? I'm awake now. I fall asleep. Deal uh, is ranked higher than pizza. If you get a yeah, 10 series laptop on a steel right now because they're basically they're on the way out, yeah, more power to you. It's nothing wrong with that. So, But I wouldn't say, oh, I don't want 2060 because no, I'm anti-rage. I would agree that I, I feel like the landscape is very different here on the laptop side than on the desktop side. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, plus all these new designs, there are a ton of new laptops based on this, this new GPU. You're not going to be able to get the older design with it, too, so. How many were there at CES? 40? 60? There were 40, and I think there were 17 or so that were basically Max-Q designs. Well, thin and light. Speaking of, you said that you had gotten uh, thermal pictures of uh, most of those <laughs> laptops. Were you surprised about the MSI because it was so much, like, 
quieter and running cooler than what you would have assumed from seeing those pictures or well that's the one laptop i didn't have okay because they're the lo- the laptops that people wanted to keep secret were not in the video booth when okay. the media were there so all right it was everything else that was sort of public the the laptops that got you know the that were previously uh 10 series that got rolled into 20 series mostly Okay. And those are probably engineering samples, right? So they're probably not even the final. Uh, yeah. Definitely things can change in the BIOS. They're early. Mm-hmm. Things, but, you know, they've been running all day and they, they are no, they don't seem to be any hotter to me than previous generation laptops. Okay. Really, this, this GS75 is just amazingly quiet for what it is, but, you know, 1250 to 1300, 1350 clocks. So, yeah. That thing's, it's only January 30th. That thing, for me, is already in consideration for laptop of the year from everything I've seen. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, I love, everyone knows I love a good 17-inch laptop, and man, that thing. That and it's the awesome. weight. I yeah. think that's the one thing that people, the industry doesn't get. It's not about thinness. Who cares? I could, yeah. I wouldn't. Well, it's partially about thinness. Well, no, not really. I wouldn't give a damn if it were a half inch thicker, but if it weighed four pounds, five pounds, sure. then it's really the weight that's when it's on your back. I mean, okay, half inch is kind of insane. But. I was going to say, yeah. like, I mean, it would be a little funny if you had this, like, there? super thick four inch, <laughs> or sorry, four pound laptop. Yeah, that's like as thick as a phone book, but it's like, it's a light You're though. like, what the hell is in this? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. It's those, it's those, what is it? Helium hard drives. Yeah, so, yeah, I really think just to get, I mean, GS65 was amazing too, four pounds, um, 2070. 1070 max Q um, yeah. at four pounds, and this is five pounds, 2080 max Q. So. Yeah, I think it just definitely feels like on the laptop side that you're just getting the best that you can get. So it doesn't really matter that the generations are changing. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually very interested in how the 26, and there's so many, we have to wait and see. But for the most part, you know, it's solid. You know, we'll see the ray tracing thing is the only thing that is really, really kind of like, uh, I don't I will see. Nobody's going to... If it is tied to thermals and clocks, um, we've said it before on the show, laptop design makes such a huge difference. Like when you're talking desktop cards, like it could, the, the, you know, the cooler makes a difference, but they're all in towers with laptop designs. Everything's so integrated, especially something like this, that's under five pounds. So in, in another laptop that is designed differently, that has the same part, it might not, you might not see the same you know, 2060 level results. So we're going to have to wait True. and see, get our hands on some more laptops. Definitely. True. Definitely. Cool. Uh, we want to hit some, uh, some questions before, uh, before we head out. Sure. Definitely. Uh, what time is it? Yeah, we, we got a little bit of time. Uh, so once again, you can always at me, uh, in, you know, whatever, whatever live stream thing you're using. But if you want to jump on the uh, discord channel, we actually oh. have a, uh, uh, a channel just or discord server we have a channel for the questions and you can drop those in at any time we'll get to them later uh but yeah for now uh we've got a couple on youtube um steve asked earlier <laughs> will g-sync work on an external g-sync or i'm sorry will g-sync work on an external g-sync monitor connected to the thunderbolt 3 port on the gs75 uh you know i need to test that actually but i would imagine it should because if you're getting you know native display port out you should be able to support G-Sync. I've had issues in the past trying to get it to work, though. Um, on yeah. different laptops, it gets a little weird because it, it last line out is the Intel GPU on these things, so it's entirely possible it doesn't work. It, 
I'll tell you what would work is a free sync monitor over the CMI. <laughs> I think, right? Who knows? Nope, it would not because uh, no? free sync for GeForce cards only work oh. over display as well. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Any, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Alan uh, asked, can RTX mobile actually decode red code raw in real time? Have you tried uh, any of that red, red code raw stuff? You know, I have not, but I know that. Um, thank you, uh, worker at NVIDIA. <laughs> One of the demos they actually showed off was it was handling raw, raw red or on a, on a uh, RTX laptop. So yep. it makes me wonder if you're asking because you want uh, an NVIDIA demo pointed out from CES. They, did, they were working with um, uh, some uh, red raw format at CES. Okay. Uh, Rusty, uh, friend of the show, Rusty, is asking, uh, is there any hope we could see Thunderbolt in the X570 boards when they come out? They said we wouldn't get PCIe 4, but here we are. Good Lord, I can't remember. Who who has the X570 now? That's AMD. Yeah. Oh, Thunderbolt? No. Yeah. No, it's not going to happen. And, and that's, <laughs> that's... Sorry. No, ain't going to happen. <laughs> Um, I know people have hacked in Thunderbolt 3 support into AMD platforms in the past, but this is one of the problems with Intel holding all of the control of Thunderbolt 3 is it's it's been harder for comp- the com- competition to get it. Uh, I I know that they have said in the past they're planning on opening it up the way they did with USB and PCIe. For people who don't know, Intel basically yeah. created PCIe, NVMe, USB. There's a ton of standards they've created. They haven't given up Thunderbolt 3 yet. They have said they would, but, um, yeah, clearly it's hurting the competition. And, of course, it is included in the next generation of Intel CPUs, part part of the Thunderbolt 3. So it's a big advantage for Intel. It makes me wonder if that's going to make them slow down their opening up, sharing with the other children. Theoretically, a motherboard maker, if they wanted to add value, could buy the Thunderbolt controller and stuff and throw it into the motherboard, right? The name motherboard or not so much? Yeah, it's technically possible, but there is just so many vagaries and weirdness with Thunderbolt 3 over the years that I don't think you can do it. Intel has to certify things. Mm. So <laughs> that's in the back of the line. That's in the back of the line. <laughs> then, like, even just with laptops, you would, if you had a laptop when the first Thunderbolt 3 laptops came out and you're like, how come it's not showing up the device manager? Like it's like basically not anywhere in the computer. You could not find that it had Thunderbolt three enumerated anywhere, utilities, whatever. And the only time you could is if and I know I don't know if it's changed, but if you plug in a Thunderbolt three device, then you would now magically see the Thunderbolt three uh, <laughs> part show up. It would tell you, oh, Intel Al- Alpine Ridge or whatever it is. So then you could see it, and then when you unplugged it, it would vanish, and some of the motherboard vendors had told me, because I was like, what the hell's going on with this? They're like, oh, well, Intel once is doing a lot to make sure that it hides itself from the system when it's <laughs> like, what? Why would you do that? It's, <laughs> I don't know why, what the rationale is for it. I've never actually asked them, um, but it, it gets a little weird. So it, that's why I'm like, again, you would think like, oh, I'm just going to buy, because there's, there's Thunderbolt 3 and th- adding cards. The Asus has had them as add-on cards. Gigabytes have them for many years. But you can't just take one and put it into any system. There has to be actual BIOS support for it. So yep. it's it's wacky. 
So uh, Big Ben's asking, uh, are you willing to put that on paper, Gordon? That what? There's going to be Thunderbolt 3 and X570? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll write that on like a phone book size. I can give me 25 sheets. I'll... Wait, that there is or is it? Yeah, it's not, not. going to be. Is it? Okay. There will not be Thunderbolt 3 in the next generation. All right, somebody bookmark this video. And we'll, we'll see. We'll Why see. even bother? I just like, that's just like, that's a, that's a gimme. Like, yeah, you, like when I get that right, you should give me like two extra ones. Like I got there two extra go. ones wrong. Oh, you get a freebie? Get two, two freebies. Like they cancel each other out? Yeah, because I get like, I was so, I'm so right on this. It's that would be an interesting a, twist. I'm, I'm, I got a billboard, a billboard going up outside our building. It's going to say, "Ain't no going to be no Thunderbolt three in the next AMD <laughs> chipset." It's just not. It's an Intel, Intel thing right now. It's an Intel joint, as Spike said. <laughs> uh, we have. Uh... We have, we have our first question from the uh, the Discord channel in the, uh, the oh let full, me check the server did you check the uh, server My, I have a server Adam uh, I used to have Voodoo XFi that's his username uh, is asking uh, are are there um, oh uh, when when we come to the uh, RTX laptop to, oh yeah uh, can can you give me an idea on twenty seven twenty seventy Max Q versus twenty sixty uh, full card worth it for 1440p gaming uh and are the laptop displays g-sync compatible now that uh nvidia control panel is going to uh enable that like if you have a, a high refresh rate monitor can you enable g-sync on the laptop side so two questions um 2070 max q versus 2060 full i honestly don't know until i see the part but you know it's it's 10 more than it so <laughs> i i would think that you know 20 you know interestingly the like if it looks like we see the same pattern here 1080 full tilt to 1080 max q was the biggest drop off because you went from uh basically what we're looking at 1080 mobile you went from 150 watts 180 watts for the high end part to like down to 90 watts right so you cut the power in half on the 1080 max q part um 2070 and 1070 are very similar. It's not like you see a huge uh, power savings. Look, we're looking at 115 watts on a full tilt 2070 part, it looks like, to 80 watts. So the nerfing of the 2070 isn't as, as, as big. I think you'll get, you know, you will get, you know, way more performance out of a 2070 Max Q than out of a, a 1060 straight up non, non Max Q part. Okay, and what about the second part? The uh, the high refresh rate uh, laptop displays. Uh, Can you enable basically FreeSync support? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I imagine that because they... they didn't say laptop specifically, they just said GeForce Experience for the for, for enabling for it. Yeah, you know, they haven't said that. I it's entirely possible, but you know, remember laptops. There's actually no G-Sync module, so it's it's all done on the in the motherboard hardware. Um, I would think it would depend basically on the actual panel because not all of them have the, the the range that you would really sort of need. But I could see NVIDIA letting go of getting a little looser there, but I, I'd, honestly, I, I'd have to wait and see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, question for the first time from uh, Twitter. Ah, sweet. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's not too many uh, oh, Twitter cool. viewers on. You checked uh, my Twitter server out? Actually, yeah. I got a notification for that. It's the first time that you were streaming an hour ago or whatever. Uh, Well, no, we've been, we've been streaming for a bit. Uh, 
At least this is the first time they sent me a notification. Oh, a notification. It. Oh, interesting. Uh, yes, um, Scott is asking, would you put more money into the CPU or the GPU? Would you go with a 8700K 2070 or a 2600X 2060? Wait, what? I think it really just depends on your use case, which is what we say like all the time, right? Yeah. So, so where, do, where are the choices here? Uh, eighty seven hundred K with a twenty seventy or a twenty seven hundred X with a twenty sixty. But also just from a high level, do you tend to put more money into a CPU or a GPU? Yeah. It if you had to you know just really depend on the use case, right? If you're just purely going for gaming, that's one use case versus if you're doing both content creation and gaming versus you're doing more content creation than gaming. So if there's any extra particulars he could give uh, us that would help yeah he does say uh, use cases general multi-purpose gaming and plex server plex server but wait he's looking at an 8700k well could be a she but 20 uh, 8700 k with a 2070 or 2600x with a 2060 so a plex server it leans heavily on the encode is either yeah. of those ships better at encoding Oh, uh, well, the 2600 is probably going to, well, it's, you'd, I'd have to actually see it. I think it'll be pretty close, but I'm, I'm a little confused because you have basically, you have an expensive, expensive CPU, expensive GPU yes. versus not expensive CPU and less not expensive, expensive less expensive <laughs> GPU. So I thought it would have been reversed. So the, to me, the question is, oh, like, it, it is reversed. He, oh, Adam he, reversed yeah. it. Up. No, 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 I didn't. He, he corrected. Oh, oh, okay. He corrected. He meant okay. 8700K with a 2060, 2600X with a 2070. I, I would go for the more powerful graphics card personally. Yeah, I, I, I would, would always, in general, once you get past Ryzen 5, uh, Core i5 levels, once you bump up to the 7 levels, the returns, as far as gaming performance goes, aren't that great. It's more worthwhile to get the extra horsepower in the graphics card. Yeah, definitely. And for a general purpose gaming machine with Plex Server, uh, Ryzen with the 2070 is going to just... Be great. A, a way better choice, I personally, than a than a twenty sixty and a eighty seven hundred K. For the mm-hmm. for, I mean, at the same time, that's a great gaming. Both are great gaming machines. But mm-hmm. if you had to give, <laughs> if I had a choice between those, I would take the twenty seventy one. Mm-hmm. Like with Brad. There we go. Cool. Um, uh, a couple more, then we'll we'll head out. Uh, Alan's asking, how fast have you tried pushing GDDR6? Is it possible to match the bandwidth of Radeon 7? They are an I 8, 8K gamer. I have not done any <laughs> overclocking. Sorry, Gordon's GDDR6. face was just beautiful. Sorry. <laughs> he almost spit up in his mouth. <laughs> I don't know enough about AK gaming to talk very much about that. That's uh, not anything I've tested extensively. I also haven't overclocked GDDR6 too much and compared it against HBM, so I can't really speak knowledgeably to the trade-offs there. I'm just trying to think of like... <laughs> Sorry, Gordon is Googling AK gaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, I'm like, what is that? What is that exactly? What is AK? I don't even remember what the... Because, you know, the whole the whole 12K AK thing it makes no sense, of course, because you would... I'll give you an example. 4K times 3 is not 12K. It's <laughs> way more. Right? Nice. Way to go, AK gamer. I'm jealous of you. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just trying to find out what the what is AK resolution. I don't. I don't if, even. If you're AK gaming, though, I think you will need the uh, traditional shading firepower to be able to push that very hard. And 
personally, I would lean towards getting a much more powerful card like the 2080 or the 2080 Ti over an AMD variant that has HBM bandwidth, I think, depending on how Radeon 7 winds up. AK know. is... Uh... 7680 yep. by, by 4320. 40, 33 <laughs> megapixels, and I think 4K is about, what, um, 8? Yeah, I think it's 8. Uh, so, again, it doesn't sound like a lot more than 4K. It's like, oh, it's only 4K <laughs> more than 4K. It's actually, yeah, that's like three times, more than three times the pixels. That's funny. <laughs> it's a triple. Yeah, that's definitely your quad quad SLI um, GeForce RTX solution, I think. Right? Or, I mean, the yeah. Titan Titan Four RTX two, 4K. Two, you can't use more than two in games anymore. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we have no more questions in the full nerd questions on the Discord server, but we got one more from YouTube. Uh, Acorn Electron is talking about uh, more leadership. It has announced that they're leaving AMD. What is your take on what's happening with multiple departures over there? Well, who else is left? I know James Pryor left though. He hasn't said where. I don't know. James Pryor left. A bunch of people got shuffled around. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it, it's not a good look. It's a little scary. I know their numbers were actually pretty good. They're they're kicking butt, but it's just sort of things moving around and people leaving. Sort of, it's certainly sort of critical people leaving. It seems like that have left is is not good. We'll see how it shakes out, who replaces them. But you know, any organization is is not one person, right? It's as right. as Adam says, it's not the director. It's the whole whole thing so yep there's there's other people involved at these companies so you're not you're not worried yeah i am worried of course i'm worried because it's like what? and then it's like every time i like i went to this i went to an intel architecture day it's like what i it's like when did you come here <laughs> it's like how come how'd you get in here you work at amd it's like oh yeah you it could was, put a positive, was on tall on tall from you could AMD. put a positive spin on it even though uh like you i'm also worried that it means that they're doing something so right that they're getting poached yeah no no clearly I, I, they I, are i would also say that amd puts a lot of work into talking to the community and having as people talk to the community so you know these names more there's a lot of shuffling around at Intel and NVIDIA and every other company, too. But Intel and NVIDIA don't want you talking about Jim Pryor or Rob Halleck or Jim right. Anderson. Yep. They want you talking about Intel and NVIDIA. So I think that's maybe a perception difference here, too. Yeah, and that's a very good point, Brad, because they're so public-facing. When they leave, mm -hmm. it's very high profile. And then, yep. of course, you know, no one knows where um, James Pryor went, but... Everybody expects in two weeks it'll be like, hey, I'm working on Intel now. <laughs> really? <laughs> Who isn't working? And then there's, of course, rumors of uh, Intel trying to get Lisa Sue over there. And yeah, I think that, of course, would be like crazy. Oh, that would be scary. It would be huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is like, what? But that again, that's a good sign. You know, the Yankees didn't get where they are without uh, writing checks for everybody in the world. <laughs> that's good, right? Yankees fans. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, other than uh, if anyone wants to give their uh, Super Bowl picks, Patriots, come on now! Actually, oh, I can't say it out loud. People might watch this show. I bought a Todd Gurley jersey to troll people because <laughs> I live in New England. So, so, <laughs> so you're you're all about the Patriots still? Well, I got the, Rams, so... the Rams, like I said in the last episode, the Rams were my preseason pick, but now that they're playing the Patriots, I'm going with the Patriots. So, they're my so... team. Gotta. If you say Patriots, someone will kick in the front door with a heavy Boston accent. <laughs> Southie, Southie accent is going to get. Who's talking about the Pats? Uh, 
Uh, they're actually New England sports fans are no joke. Uh, the Patriots lost a big playoff game, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. And uh, my mother thought my wife wasn't sad enough about it, and they got in a big fight and didn't talk for like a year. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, Dang! Wow, I got I got one better for you, Brad. That's pretty good. I got one better. So I am an Oakland Raiders supporter. <laughs> and, All you need uh, to say when when this is now this is the thing. Now, typically, fans tear the city up when they win. You're so happy. It's like, oh my god, it's been 50 years since we got a championship. Oakland Raiders fans rioted after we lost that to to the. <laughs> <laughs> to the Bucks in that game, right? They rioted, turned over cars, let stuff on fire. Oakland Raiders fans riot when they lose the Super Bowl. So <laughs> I don't know what happens if they win because, I mean, I don't remember. I was a kid the last I time they won. I feel like Oakland would riot regardless. Yeah. Woo, it's Tuesday. Yeah. Time to riot. Riot. <laughs> uh, so here, I, I'm going to say I heard a lot of arguments uh that the offensive line is that is going to be a problem for the Pats because they think they'll, they can just pressure Brady, and the way to beat Brady is is to pressure him. But I'm going to go with experience. I'm going to go with Belichick, and I'm going to go with Brady, even though I don't want them to win at all. In fact, I will be so happy if they lose. But I'm if I it were me, it's going to be it's going to be the Patriots. I think that's him saying he, if he was betting on it. <laughs> yeah, we're my money. Yes, definitely. I just Either way, I have the day off of work. You have the you have the day off. Wait, what? It's Monday. Oh yeah, Super Bowl Monday. I've only worked <laughs> one Monday after Super Bowl in my life, and that was when I started here at PC World because I started on like January fourteenth, and I felt like I couldn't take a day off like a week and a half later or something like that. So you take it off because if if they lose, then you don't. You have to have time to oh. have a proper morning in New England. Well, the- Going with your language and your verbiage, yes, the Patriots are often in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I take every Super Bowl off regardless. It's an optional holiday in my house. My kids can have it off, too. I don't care. I, I was <laughs> just saying that. You... We hang out. We party. We all get together. My friends and family are like 10 in the morning, and we just hang out <laughs> eating food and drinking until like midnight, and then we fall asleep and wake up whenever. <laughs> Sounds great. Nice. I was uh, just thinking because of that whole wife story getting like getting in a fight, like throwing mashed potato around because it's just like <laughs> you didn't support the Pats enough. <laughs> That's uh, why we lost. You were only seventy five percent sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too low. My kid just walked up outside. She's like, "What are you yelling about?" She thought I was yelling. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You're only seventy five percent sad. <laughs> All right, well, Lena, where are you putting your money? Um. I haven't been paying attention this year to football. I'm going to get dropped one. from the you've, show you've, now. You've got two. Just pick one. Well, I mean, the easy money's always on the Pats. <laughs> but I do like the idea of the Rams winning. Yeah. It would be the ultimate payback. <laughs> for um, the videotaping of the walkthrough of the Rams. <laughs> we remember that still, Patriots fans. We remember. Uh, Yeah, I, I want to... Uh, I want the patriots to win because what? because i think then uh brady re- will retire so why do you want him get, to retire because they it, we need to move on from this whole patriots thing give him one more win let him retire you know i'll let him have one more win go for it if it means he gets to retire because <laughs> i i guarantee if they lose he ain't gonna retire but if they win he might retire yeah that's true there yeah. we go on a yeah. high note yeah well hey do it okay i'll give it to him 
You're not a it's real within, hater, Adam. It's within Adam's power to yeah, grant. I'll give it to him. Go You're, for it. A real hater would say no. Lose to the team that you were accused of videotaping their walkthrough years ago, creating that controversy. You even got Arlen Specter in on that, if I remember right. <laughs> and then they retire after that. Slunk, sl- just slink away in shame. Yep. Yep. If you were a real hater, but obviously not a real hater, Adam. All right, Gordon, let's take take us out. Check back next week for your talk of PC. Oh, wait, I've lost that. Sorry. Check back next week for your fix of PC talk on the full nerd. Yeah, I'm, it's been a, it's Same been thing. a hard Same week. Thing. He's folks. had a long week. It's been a long week. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, and send questions and comments to the full nerd at PCWorld.com. We don't even know if it works anymore, so please do. Uh, thanks for coming. I'm just kidding. It does. I'm Gordon Ung with Brad Charkas. Adios. Eleni. Bye, everyone. And Adam Patrick Murray. See you on the Discord. Discord.